What up? You're listening to Two Shots at the Line with Nick and Skur. I'm Skur. I'm Nick. What up? What up, fam? All right. So, you know, it's been a little bit since we recorded. We missed seven Celtics games since the last time we did an episode here. Uh, Celtics 5-2 and two in that time period. It looks like we may have turned a corner. We're starting to put it all together finally. Uh, big wins over the Lakers and the Sixers, but, you know, we also got absolutely demolished by the Nets. And we had that heartbreaking loss against the Spurs. What have you been thinking of those last seven? Um, you know, I, I think our defense definitely stepped it up, which is really good. And it helped having uh, Time Lord back in the lineup last night. Um, I know we missed him the last few games. Oh, and and Jalen as well. But, you know, um, the bench stepped up and did their thing. Josh Richardson uh, did played really well. Headband Josh. Schroeder was getting buckets, too, in the absence of Tatum. Cause, or Sorry, not Tatum. Excuse me, Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, someone needed to score for us, so and he made sure that he handled the load as well. And importantly, um, Al Horford had a couple of revenge games. Yeah, I like to call the game against the Thunder the pre-revenge game or a baby revenge game. And then he had his actual revenge game against the Sixers. He went 10, 11, and 7 against the Thunder, showing them that, you know, you guys benched me for nothing and sent me home. Well, they benched him because they didn't want to win. And, yeah. and Al was making them too good. That's true. He was helping them win basketball, especially with uh, SGA over there. Um, but he balled out against the Sixers. I mean, not really balled out. He didn't drop a lot of Did points. Did you see Embiid's numbers? I didn't, actually. So they had Al on Embiid, and then they'd throw Cantor in, and they'd kind of, or I'm sorry, Freedom. Uh, they they threw Freedom? Yeah. They, uh, they threw him in there, and... Embiid finished the day with 33 minutes played, 3 for 17, 1 for 3 from 3, with 18 boards, which, I mean, that's a lot of boards. But he only finished with 13 points. Yeah, so you know it's a bad game when Embiid has more boards than he does points. Yeah, um, I mean, he's their offense, too. Yeah, exactly. So um, it was still a close game. Uh, It came down to a game-saving block by Time Lord. Oh, that was a huge block. Which, um, on Yang, a fellow Massachusetts boy. Which I just learned, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you. Uh, I think it was Tatum that was saying that, you know, if you miss a defensive coverage, you know that Robert Williams is going to be right back there to have your back, which is a nice thing to have for us, which is, you know, we missed him over the last seven games, even though we were getting some Ws. You know who Rob kind of reminds me of? Like, he looks like he's starting to study is uh, Horford. Horford, yep. He, you know, he plays that kind of undersized, you know, he's not really a tr- – I wouldn't call him a true center. He's very sm- – like, a lot smaller than other centers mm-hmm. in the league. Um, but he passes well, you know, he, he, he doesn't force up shots. He takes good shots and he's a monster blocking shots. So, you know, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Rob. I wish he could be, play more. Yeah. And it seems like, again, the injury bug is starting to bite him. But, you know, let's hope that, you know, the more he plays, more minutes he logs, the more durable he gets. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully he builds a little bit more muscle, and then I think that'll help with his durability. Mm -hmm. And then I'm hoping that eventually he takes the next step forward and learns a little bit of a jump shot. Mm -hmm. I think he can take that 15-footer. He feels like he doesn't need to. Yeah, I think uh, he's just been programmed to just make sure he gets the ball to, like, the point guard or the forward or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Because, you know, in today's league, the mid-range jump shot is just... It's dead. It's, Unless yeah. you're DeMar DeRozan, Yeah, it's exactly. Dead. Like, you're not going to shoot it. Or uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Can I can I make a hot take here? Yes. Um, if Rob Williams was about two to three inches taller, he'd be one of the top players in the league, Ooh. in my opinion. Well, maybe not the top players in the league, 
top players at his position. Yeah, like. I was gonna say top center. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, this Joker's always number one, and then you have people like Carl Anthony Towns, Embiid, Embiid. But you know the, what he brings, he, the way he moves, he can guard anyone on the court. I mean, have you ever watched him guard a point guard on the line? It's amazing. Yeah, he's got quick feet. He oh, can God. move. It's insane. His movement is ridiculous. Yep. Um, and then his ability to block shots is forget yeah. about it. I mean, you know, like if you miss a rotation or something, you don't really have to worry too much because he's he's either gonna block the shot that's coming there or he's gonna alter or he's gonna alter it significantly because he's got the hops and he's got the reach his wingspan is crazy disgusting i mean that's the only reason he can play center is that wingspan exactly uh he reminds me of like a young dwight howard a couple inches shorter but you know still kind of undersized but that athleticism is insane just not not as a a, as offensively tuned yeah i want to i want to go back though to Al against the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he didn't have a huge stat line game in the sense. I mean, average Al at the finest here. Uh, 10 points, 8 boards. The number that stands out to me the most, 5 blocks. This guy is having a career resurgence under the Celtics. It's like he never left. Yeah. I- I'm so happy he's back. And especially when you look at what's going on with Kemba Walker in New York. I don't know if you want to touch on that. Um, yeah, so uh, Kemba, if uh, no one has heard, um, that he's not even in the rotation in New York anymore, which is crazy for a Tom Thibodeau team because he literally will s- start the same person all year, mm-hmm. start him for two minutes, and then pull him off the court and then just leave him on the bench the rest of the game. But he does not change up lineups. Well, I mean, it's bad when you're someone, something called an Alec Burks is starting over you. Yeah. You know, it's... It, it's kind of sad to watch because I, I love Kemba. He's a great player. He he's was a great, a great player. Yeah, and he seems like a great teammate, always happy, always mm-hmm. smiling. But, you know, he's something happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. And, I mean, Derrick Rose has, to be fair, has been playing really well. Oh, well Derrick, as well, Derrick Rose is a different story. I mean, he flat out said, I'm not starting on this team. It's Kemba's team. Yeah. And then the fact that he lost the job to He Burks. lost the bench role to... Derrick Rose. Yeah. Well, Derrick Rose, yeah. I mean, Derrick Rose, we always knew. That's Thibodeau's guy. Mm-hmm. You know, those two are, they're linked. Um, the only and, other guy. Josh Gibson. The only other guy up there is Jimmy Butler. But Jimmy Bucket's there. I mean, he likes to do his own thing. He's kind of a weird guy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 sad to see. You know, I, I liked Kemba, but I, I do think his career is kind of, it's either coming to an end or this is just a hiccup year and he needs to get back in, but I don't yeah. know if he'll ever be the same. Yeah, and um, I mean, I've seen a couple rumors floating around. Um, so do you think that the Knicks should trade for John Wall? Just trade Kemba for John Wall? So that question to me should, is answered upon how f- much the Knicks think they're a good team. Uh, do they think they're a John Wall away from being a championship team? I, I like John Wall. I don't think that he puts them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also don't think he fits well with Thibodeau. Thibodeau's a grinder. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's literally how Rose got injured the first time. You know, he, he overworked him, and, you know, freak out injury happened. Now you're going to put an injury-prone John Wall? Yeah, it's true. That um, To me, that's an injury waiting to happen. Right, exactly. You know, you'll get, like, probably a good 60 games of production out of John Wall. And then next year he probably is injured again, and you're paying him forty-seven million. I think if he's on the Knicks, ride the pine. I, I think he gets hurt this year. If he goes anywhere else but the Knicks, to be honest, I think he actually has a legitimate year. And then someone is going to overextend for him, and then he's going to get hurt. Yep. Yeah, and then they're going to end up paying him the forty-seven million to just do nothing. But at least there's only one year left on that deal. After yeah. That, so that's a that's little a bit, big contract. It's a little though. bit easier of a pill to swallow, though. Yeah, I, I you know. I love John Wall. You know, I was hyped when he came out. You know, the John Wall. Everyone loves the John Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I, I thought he was going to be the fa- not the face of the league, but I thought he was going to revolutionize the league. Obviously, he never lived up to the hype that he was supposed to get. Right. Because, uh, yeah, he did have that really good playoff series against us a few years back. Was that like 2014? I can't even remember. No, it was not 2014. It was like 2016 or something. But it was a long time ago. But I remember that series. We went to seven. We ended up beating them. Um, I think that was the first year we made it to the Eastern Was Conference that the Finals. Isaiah Thomas one? Yes. Okay, I do remember yep. that, actually. I think Thomas had a buzzer beater, yep. if I remember correctly. Yeah, and he dropped, like, 49. Yeah. Or 54. I think it was 54. The little guy. Yeah, uh, which is, like, honestly a playoff high, one of the highest playoff scores in NBA history, and it's still crazy that Isaiah Thomas did that at 5'9". Yeah, um, but I feel like we can't talk about John Wall without talking about DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, so if you guys if you guys missed this, Boogie was picked up by your reigning champions, Milwaukee Bucks, on uh, a prove it contract. He played 15 minutes, went three of five, so seven points, had four boards. What well, they if the Boogie actually turns into something, the Bucks I think are going to repeat. Yeah, that's fair. The only thing that can hold this team back is themselves, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at their starting lineup for their game against the Hornets. They had Bobby Portis starting at center for them, you know, and I know that they usually have Lopez starting, but, you know, still, Bobby Portis logged 26 minutes for you. You're going to tell me DeMarcus Cousins, even a washed-up DeMarcus Cousins, isn't better than Bobby Portis? At center, especially. Yeah. Um, I agree, and yeah, it's because uh, Brooke Lopez has been injured. I think he's coming back soon. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think I, I heard something about that. I have not really followed the Bucks this year. Um, yeah. They're one of those teams that, you know, I'm not really a fan to watch because I hate watching Giannis play. I'm not saying Giannis is bad. Okay. I just, I don't like his game. I, I, it's not enjoyable for me to watch. It is Shaq-esque, which I do like, but you're right. I don't really tune into Bucks games when I have, like, a chance when they're I'm playing on ESPN or TNT or whatever. Um, I do love the tweet that Giannis sent out the other night. Where I didn't he said, see that um, one. He's like, some kid told me to try dunking my Oreos in milk. He had never done that before, and he was so hyped. <laughs> Giannis, so Giannis love is love I, that energy. I love Giannis as a person. Like seeing the tweets he does, like how loyal he's been to Milwaukee. Like, mm. He seems like a genuinely good guy. It's just one of those situations where I just can't stand watching him play. I'm not taking anything away from his talent. Um, I just he, he can't. I, I like guys who can actually shoot and do things. He's kind of a one trick pony. You know, he's going to take five steps to the basket because he travels every goddamn time, <laughs> but we're going to pretend like he doesn't. Right. And he just throws it down. It's a Euro step. You know, occasionally he hits threes, but, you know, to be honest, the only thing keeping him from being, I mean, he might be the best player in the game right now. Only thing that's even keeping that a question is his inability to shoot threes on a consistent and, basis. And Steph Curry, who's just been balling out. Yeah, but if, if Giannis could hit threes, I'm sorry. I don't care how many, yeah. I don't care how good of a shooter Steph is. Giannis is the best player in that case because that guy is what six ten, can get to the hoop like it's nothing. If he can pop threes in people's face, forget about it. Yeah, super athletic. Um, yeah, he's been balling, and I think the Bucks are going to be a finals contender. Um, they should be for that team. Yeah, I just I hope we don't match up against them in the first round because it's going to be a quick exit for the Celtics. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, unless our defense is playing like it has been lately, because mm-hmm. if it is, then we might stand a chance. But we definitely need to make a move. Yeah, I agree. Any uh, anything in mind or? Um, you know, it, it's tough to be honest with you because there's a lot of different options you can make, and you know, you have to start playing the game. Do you want to make a starter? Do you want a bench player? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of options out there. I know we floated John Wall last week. I personally would love the idea of John Wall here, but then again, also everybody might get hurt. 
Um, I know you're huge on Deontay Murray. We're going to get into him a little bit more later. Yes. Um, I, I, you know, the game against the Celtics was one of the first times I really got to watch him play. I didn't see that whole game. Uh, he, he looks like a good player. I don't, I don't know how good he can be, but at the same time, if you're committed to building around Tatum and Brown, maybe having a guy who can't be that same upper echelon as them. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Murray. Um, I think he it's very clear what his ceiling is, and I think he is a perfect third option on yeah. a on a championship team, and that's not a shot, you no. know. Because again, I'm I'm saying championship team, so I, I would do it. He seems like a great defender, you know. He can he's big, he can score. He's long. He can he likes to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he played really really well against us the other night. Yeah, what do you have on the set line? He had 29 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists. That's insane. You know, it's funny. You think point guard, you think he'd have 11 assists, 6 right. rebounds. but I mean, he's he is averaging around that seven, 6, 7 assists per game. Oh, I'm not even knocking. I'm saying that's more impressive that a point guard is doing that, especially when you're playing yeah. on a team with some bigs like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still have Jakob Pertl on that team. Jakob. Um, but, you know, I want to I wanna talk about, you know, we talked um, Jason Tatum. You know, a, couple, a report came out the other day saying that Tatum is selfish. He doesn't really care about winning unless he's dropping 36. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk. And then the last four games since that came out, he's averaging 18 a game with 10 assists and four assi- I'm sorry, 10 boards, four assists. Uh, you know, averaging a double-double and almost five assists, I don't know if I'd call that selfish. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, he'd probably have more assists if when he passed the ball, people could make shots. Oh, what are you talking about? You know, we have knocked down elite <laughs> shooters on this team. Yeah, I know. I mean, when you have Marcus Smart as a three-point threat out there, I mean, your assist numbers aren't going to be as high as they should be. I'm sorry. Our three-point shooting is garbage. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. You know, agree. Tatum is a streaky shooter. I don't think Jalen Brown is a good shooter. You know, he's wide open, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's that good of a shooter personally. Uh, I think he's having a good year this year shooting, but he's been off the court a lot. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart's awful. Schroeder's not a shooter. Uh, Richardson can shoot, but he doesn't like to. Yeah, well, we don't have like a like a Danny Green or a Seth. Curry. We don't have a sniper. Yeah, we don't have like a just stand in the corner. We're gonna get you the rock. You'll be open. Or even if you're not, catch. You just you just threw out an interesting name, you know. And we're gonna come, we're gonna come right back to this Tatum topic. What if, you know, the big rumor was, you know, Celtics are interested in Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. What if you sent Jalen Brown to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, but try to get them to throw in Curry as well? Would that entice you? Um, I think I'd do it, but I don't think the Sixers would do it. I don't think the Sixers would want to get rid of Curry, especially yeah. him being uh, Doc's son-in-law. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I, I would love to have a sniper like that. Yeah, I would love to have a Seth Curry... Uh... There's not a lot of true three-point snipers. I, I feel like everyone can shoot three a little bit, but you don't have that pure sniper like that J.J. Redick. Like, yeah. He's going to hurt you if you leave him alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, most of those guys, I feel like, are all superstars. Yeah, we're like a Buddy Heald. Um, <sighs> Buddy Heald in that bloated-ass contract. Yeah, I know. His contract's a little ridiculous. We also don't even know how old he is. True. Is he 26 <laughs> or is he 25? I ah, man, I don't know. I'm pretty sure his birth certificate was rated in crayon. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous, but um, and then no, it was, it was written in one of those etch sketches. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, but yeah, you know, looking back, you know, Tatum, he you know he did not touch the ball the last three possessions of the Sixers game. He still finished with twenty six points. Yeah, um, sixteen boards, career high. I uh, he only had a couple assists, which wasn't good. Uh, only two, but again, no one on his team is knocking down shots. 
what are your thoughts on this? I mean, obviously a team plays better when there's ball movement and it's a cohesive unit, but do you think it's fair to label him selfish? Um, I wouldn't say he's selfish because um, I've noticed in the last couple of years his playmaking has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. He, you know, let's say even two years ago he would dribble drive mm-hmm. and then just get lost yep. in the paint and then not know what to do. Now at least he knows that he can penetrate and then if he's getting double teamed to make that pass that he needs to make and then it's up to whoever he passes the ball to make the shot. That's why his assist numbers are down, like I was just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he has developed as a playmaker. Um, I know, yes, he can be a little selfish at times, but you got to think, who else is he going to pass the ball to? Who yeah. else can generate a shot? I've know? also noticed, too, there's definitely something with him and Brown when it comes to selfishness. So um, I, I was trying to pay close attention to when they're on the court versus when they're off the court. First of all, Tatum was playing with all the bench players. Of course he's going to get shut down. He's going to have a bad th- shooting percentage. Right. Everyone's going to collapse on him. Are you worried about Schroeder knocking down a three? I mean, I mean, not as much as you are Tatum just getting hot. Are you really worried about that pudgy bastard Grant Williams beating you? Because I'm not. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you look at Brown. He's out there with Horford, Rob Williams, Smart. You know, he's got all the starters with him. And then they just have, like, Josh Richardson out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny. The ball moves so well. And then the ball goes in Brown's hands and it sticks. It's like, we don't talk about that. He never likes to pass the ball. You know, in I watched a couple of things. It was like three possessions. It was nice team ball. They're moving around. Fourth possession, Brown gets it. It sticks. And then it just stops. Yeah, and it's dribble, dribble, dribble. And he's going to try to make a move. Always he tries is, to drive it. You know, he is a very sloppy dribbler. I, I, he, I feel like he always is fumbling the ball. Tatum is too. Tatum tries to be a little too quick. It's almost like Tatum is two steps ahead in his brain than his feet is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he ends yeah. up tripping over himself and he over dribbles. Brown, it's just like he doesn't dribble fast. You know, it's very slow, methodical. And I feel like he's always getting the ball stripped. They're like, we played with Kyrie. We know how to dribble now. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. They, if they need to play with Kyrie a little longer then. Yeah, for real. Um, But uh, it is interesting, you know, if you can get Tatum and Brown to buy into that team first mentality and only take over if everyone else is struggling – that's a scary team because then you Brown and Tatum can start getting wide open shots. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you're telling last night there was a couple plays where Rob would do a pick and roll with Tatum, and Embiid wasn't running to the line, so Tatum was wide open on threes all night. That's see, this is this kind of stuff you need to do. You run team basketball. Pick and roll is one of the simplest plays in basketball. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't run that more and be more effective. Especially when a team's doing drop coverage and they're leaving you wide open exactly. behind the arc. Exactly, and they're, that's they're where you need to live. You to shoot. Yeah, you need yeah. to live like that. Yeah, and those are the kind of shots that, honestly, I'd rather Tatum be taking than when he takes, you know, 10 dribbles and then it's like, I'm going to sidestep, take a three. Yeah, I hate those, the sidestep threes. That does kill our offense. Um, Sucks the momentum out of the yeah, game. Yeah, it does, because then you got, you know, four dudes literally just standing around staring at Tatum, and mm-hmm. I think that's tough for our offense, but... Um, our defense has been really elite because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of teams haven't even scored 100 points on us. You ready? Because uh, I'm gonna about to do something. You know, a lot of the listeners are probably saying, like, wow, I'm going to give a compliment to Jalen Brown. <laughs> Jalen Brown played really good defense on a couple of positions on Joel Embiid. There was a possession late in the game where it was Embiid on Brown down in the post. Brown worked his ass off to prevent Embiid from getting the ball, and they, Embiid didn't even get a touch on that possession. Yeah, I remember watching that. Yeah, you're talking about a guy who has, what, six? 
seven. six, seven inch height difference on him. If yeah. he got that ball in the post, forget about it. Brown's not stopping him. But Brown did a wonderful job of getting in front of Embiid and not letting him get the ball. That happened a couple of times, too, with uh, Robert Williams. He was defending, um, I think it was Curry. Probably. And he was trying to drive on him. And Williams was literally yep. fast feet, just staying with him. Wasn't letting him cut pa- past him. And the, honestly, this game too, you know, it, it's a good example why Al, Al Horford is important to this team. Al Horford proved he's still an Embiid stopper. Mm-hmm. Where last year, Rob Williams got eaten alive by Embiid because he's not big enough. And this is where his height turns into a problem. You know, he gets he's going to get bullied down low. He can't stop someone like an Embiid. His height and his weight. When you got someone as big as, uh, like, you know, an Embiid, a Jokic, those, yeah. those bigger, heavier centers. And so the only reason I think he'd have a better job against Jokic is because the lack of athleticism from the Joker. Yeah. But, you know, look at what he did to Anthony Davis. I mean, he held Anthony Davis a little bit in check uh, back when he was still in the Pelicans. Yep. And, you know, because his athleticism worked against that small. Like, obviously Davis has the height, but he's thin. Mm-hmm. But if someone like Embiid, who's bigger and he's, I mean, bigger in waist and height. And you know, more athletic. Yeah, and I mean, he's one of those guys where he's going to destroy Rob Williams. Rob Williams isn't there yet. No. So, you know, that's why it's good to have Horford back. Horford's yeah. smart enough to know how to play these guys. Exactly. He's He's got the footwork and he just has the mechanics and know how to, like, you know, be in the right place at the right time. So I want to, I want to talk about... Uh, the player formerly known as Ennis Cantor, now known as Ennis Cantor Freedom. Call me Mr. Freedom. Murka. Murka. Uh, so. Congrats, by the way. Yeah, I'm congrats. Becoming, uh, U.S. citizen. Just became Mr. a U.S. citizen Mr. this Freedom. week. Uh, you know, he's actually been going at it with LeBron James lately about what's going on with Nike in China. You know, there's been claims that, you know, Nike's using slave labor in China mm-hmm. to produce their product. And Cantor is sitting there telling him, you know, I'm sorry, Freedom is telling him that, hey, you know what? What you're doing is wrong. You know, this is the time you need to talk about these social issues. It's all about money for you. Mm-hmm. And LeBron came back. He's trying to use my name to create an opportunity for himself. Cantor doesn't need someone, Freedom doesn't need someone to create a name for himself. I'm not saying he's a superstar. People know who yeah. he is, kind of. He's uh, been around the league a little bit. Your now. average NBA fan is going to know. If you say Ennis Cantor, they're going to know who he is. Yeah. They might not know who Ennis Freedom is, but, you know. Um, yeah, and my favorite thing is Freedom shot back with him. I don't know if he's educated enough, but I'm here to educate him. You <laughs> love know, it. I absolutely love it. You know, Some of the knock LeBron off that high horse he's been on mm-hmm. between the vaccine and obviously the stuff going on with China. He's been keeping his mouth shut on that. Yeah. Um, I just find that very funny about how he's Mr. Social Rights, Freedom, all that stuff, and he turns a blind eye to this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously what's going on there is not okay. No, definitely not. Um, but, I mean, I get it. He's keeping his mouth shut because Nike pays his It's bills. all about that dollar exactly. line, dollar bill, so, yeah. So, I mean, what can you say? I mean, I if I were in his shoes, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm not going to lie. It's, I, it's a tough <laughs> thing. You know how do you, how do you fight for one oppressed people but not like I don't know I just yeah no I, I get it you're fighting for one group versus the other and, yeah I mean know. you have a you have a whole group of people there that they're not allowed to live a life that they don't if they don't want to live the way that China tells them too bad deal yeah. with it and it's it's awful you know I and I actually I really like seeing Anna stand up. And, you know, he really got behind the Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. And I, I think he, 
it's honestly kind of nice watching him because it's nice seeing someone who like loves America the way he does yeah. and he loves the freedom no pun intended here that he's gained being here and he actually said that's why he changed his name to freedom yeah. he's like the freedom I've gained and he's like he loves it I mean we're talking about a guy that his own country put a hit on him yeah they literally banished him there was um I think it was like what the first time he was here with the Celtics the first game his, game he, Toronto yeah because he couldn't cross the border because he was afraid of getting expedited back to uh, it wasn't even that Toronto promised that wouldn't promise him that they'd keep him safe. Yeah. So and it was one of those things, like I said, Turkey put a hit out on him. Yeah. So, and that's insane to me. I think his parents were in jail because of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole situation is insane. And yeah. all because he's speaking up. That should tell you what's going on in this world and what's not okay. Mm-hmm. That people are turning a blind eye on just because they want the dollar. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, you know, I, I know you, uh, you're a big Spurs guy. You got any Spurs talk for us this all week? All right. So this is Spurs Spurs segment. And all I got to say is DeJounte Murray will be an all-star this year. You think so? I believe so, yes. I hope so. I mean, it's tough in the West, but I think he's going to be an all-star. If not, maybe even a most improved player, but I really hope he gets the all-star. I will say with... Clay being out, I, I don't. I, I have to look into it. I don't really pay too much attention to the All Star games anymore. Um, I don't know if they do the voting about who makes the game still by conference, or if it's just they just whoever gets all these votes gets uh, in. It's still by conference okay. right now. But then I know the, they do the draft. Um, the draft, yeah, it doesn't matter what conference. Which I love. I love that new. It's new a fun. Formula. It's a fun aspect. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I agree. Though I will say the one thing I hate. I mean, we've talked about this before. The whole positionless thing. Mm-hmm. You have backcourt and frontcourt. I hate yeah. that. Yeah, I know it. It. it it is fair some years and unfair other years. You know, um, there's years where centers are dominating, but, you know, before there would only be two center positions. Well, you know, you look at some teams, you know, one team will be like, ah, I have Jokic, and then the other team's like, well, I have Giannis playing center instead. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm sorry, but what Jokic is not going to stop Giannis. Giannis is going to go right around. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Jokic could also just eat up their defense by just making insane passes. That's true. It's That's just, true. It, it's, you know. But, you know, back to your Deontay Murray point, I hope he makes the All-Star game. I love seeing new blood in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool seeing younger players get recognition. Yeah, um, I think uh, SGA has a chance, too. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander. The I, only I think thing... the record won't be there to help him, his chances, but he could be an injury replacement. Yeah, well, let me ask you really quick, bringing it, since you brought up SGA. Uh, do you think Detroit fucked up? Because Detroit had a, ch- I don't know if you remember this. Detroit had a chance to get him. Oh no, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Oklahoma offered him for the number one overall pick. Really? Yeah, they wanted that number one. Wow. Um, so I guess yeah, it fits their timeline a little bit better, and I'm sure I'm surprised Detroit didn't do that. I'm not, to be honest. Really? Yeah, Detroit loves Cade Cunningham. Yeah. Which I mean, he's been balling out lately. He got off to a, he was injured and he got off to a slow start, but he's turning it on all of a sudden. He's starting to look like he yeah. deserved that number one pick. Yeah, he's climbing up the rookie of the year ladder for sure. I think he's top three in that conversation already. Yep. I mean, which he's passing. Is it Jalen Green that's on the Rockets? Yeah. I mean, he's already leapfrogged yeah. him. So now you're looking at Barnes and Mobley are ahead yeah. of him. Mobley was out. I think he's still out with no, injury. I, I, uh, did he just come back? The he might. He might have just come back. He I, just came back. I'm not. I, you know, please don't hold it against me that I'm not a big Cleveland Cavalier fan. Uh, <laughs> They have, been, they have been playing really well this uh, year. Yeah, they, they've been better. You know, they're definitely ahead of their timeline. I just that's an organization that I just I don't like. Right. Let me get let me uh, drop a little Cleveland fact though. They won in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it last night or the night before? First time since 2010. Oh wow! In Miami. Wow. Which is crazy because LeBron played there five years ago and they did not win in Miami. Oh, I, I forgot. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I know. Um, and Miami wasn't that good of a team back then either. No. Uh. 
Wow. Not in like 2015, anyway. No, that's like, what I'm saying. LeBron played for Cleveland. Once he left, I mean, Miami was like. Yeah, it's a little bit. I feel like Miami's been like the last couple of years they've started yeah, to come back. Yeah, last few years. Um, Tyler Hero's making a good nod for sixth man of the year right now, too. <sighs> Fuck Tyler Hero. <laughs> Those bubble numbers, man. Tatum won't forget. <laughs> yeah, I know, for real. Uh, you know, I, I truly think that. That team was built brilliantly. They brought in two dogs to lead that team in Butler and now Lowry. They don't need like that's the way that you can build a team. And they have someone like Hero that can put buckets. Yeah. And Butler doesn't have to do all the scoring. He just has to lead. Same thing with mm-hmm. Lowry. Yep. They're gonna put up eighteen a game, play good defense, lead everybody else around Get their them. Their team. Ready to like you know for the next possession, and that's all that matters. You um, know they brought back Duncan Robinson. They have a sni- there's a sniper. Forgot yeah, about Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Overpaid though, but still a sniper. I mean he, that's what people are paying for these days. Way too much money though. Yeah, no. For yeah. for him, he's not a see. Tyler Hero is someone who I could be like if you if you, you think you can what, gamble on him and he'll turn into a star. I don't think he'll be a star, no, I, but I, I, he at least to, to me he's still got. I don't want to say star potential, but you know, I, I a desperate team could take a shot on him. Duncan Robinson will never be that. No, he'll be. A, he's like a JJ Redick. Type exactly, deal. perfect um, comp for him. Yep. Um, um, but Tyler Hero is averaging twenty two points off the bench. Yeah, no, absolutely, and like that's what I'm saying, man. He's, he's a hooper. He's coming out. He's scoring because he, you know, everyone else is taking that pressure off of him and leading, and he doesn't have to be the guy. No. You know, they they tried that concept last year, and it obviously did not work. No, it did not. Um. But... Well, while we're on the subject of the Heat, too, um, I was thinking about this the other night. I haven't brought it up to you, uh, so this is a fresh take. Oh, fresh take. Um, Skurr's fresh take. Skurr's fresh take. You were thinking of Kyle Lowry, uh, and it got me thinking about Goran Dragic. Do you think we should trade no. for him? No. Absolutely not. No, because he's like a steady point guard. I hate him. Okay. Hate him with a passion. Fair enough. Don't want him. All right. That's yeah. the end of that segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're a, that's actually the end of the show. Bye, yeah, guys. Bye, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I don't want Goran Dragic. I don't. Okay. Want, I don't want him near the Celtics. I'd rather him not even wear a jersey that's green, so people think he's on the Celtics. So stay out of Dallas. Um, I think he's booty. Uh, he's probably actually going to Dallas. Booty. Uh, Dallas actually really likes him for some reason. Why? Doncic wants yeah, to play with him. Yeah, I think they're both Croatian? Slovenian. Croatian. Croatian, yeah. So. Yeah, they want to, you know, get all those European. They just want to have an all-European team. I love it. Oh. Love it. Um, and then I just want to talk, touch upon the Suns winning 17 straight. I, I'm honestly shocked. Um, I didn't. I did not think they were going to do this. And uh, honestly, I thought they were going to lose to the Warriors uh, two nights ago. But Steph Curry played like absolute booty. Had his worst shooting percentage of his career. That team can defend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they're, you know, um, and Devin Booker went out. I can't remember the injury. I think you were saying it's a hamstring. I believe I'm, it was I'm a not hamstring. I'm 100% sure. Um, he could have come back, but they were playing it safe. Um, do you think they break their franchise record of 17 straight and win their 18th game? It's going to be tough without Booker. Were they uh, Brooklyn? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see that. Uh, oh, let me get to the, back to you on that one. Um, but that being said, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big Devin Booker fan. Yeah, he drops buckets, but he also takes a lot of shots. And I don't think he's a defender whatsoever. Uh, but that being said, I'm a big Mikhail Bridges fan. Yeah. I, he, he's good. He's been balling. I would kill to see him on the Celtics. Yeah, for real. That guy does a little bit of everything. He's like what everyone hypes Marcus Smart up to be, like this this elite defender who can knock down threes. Bridges is actually good. I think Bridges is like where Marcus Smart should have been when he was that same age. Because Bridges is younger than You Smart. ready for a hot take? Yes. I would rather have Bridges on my team than Tyler Hero dropping 22. Uh, uh, I think Bridges is, Bridges is, to me, a elite defender. And he can, he can... I've seen him drop 20 in games like it's nothing. 
he, he's one of those guys he lets the game come to him. You need him to drop some points, he'll drop yeah. some points. But besides that, you need him to shut down, he'll shut people down. And I think that team is so perfectly constructed. You know, you have the, pink, the point guard, or point, point god, god, I'm sorry, in CP3. Uh, Booker, who's their offense. Uh, Aiton, who, again, no one talks about Aiton. I know, seriously. He he's... is a good player. He's athletic, he's tall, he can shoot the three, he and can block shots. Like what's, What I like the most about Aiton, the basketball IQ. He, like we were saying about Williams, he doesn't do more than he needs to, or mm-hmm. Horford. He literally plays, lets the game come to him, mm-hmm. does what he needs to do. He's taken a back seat since Chris Ball got there, and he hasn't bitched. Nope. I mean, the only thing he's complained about so far has been his contract. And at the same time, I don't really think it's an unreasonable thing. He's looking at it and being like, I was a number one overall pick. We just made it to the finals, and I was a key I, part I of that. I also had a game-winning dunk mm-hmm. in the finals. Yep. Was it the finals? I can't remember. I know. I remember the dunk. Or I can't Western remember. Conference finals. It was one of those two. I yeah, can't remember. Either way, it was in a clutch situation. Yeah. Um, I think it was the finals, but uh, I think it was the only game they won. No, it was the Western. Whatever. Um, but they are playing Detroit tonight, so they are going to get their 18th. Watch, uh, watch this be the game they I lose. I know, yeah, exactly. It would be hilarious. Trap game. But, um, and then they're playing the Warriors again, um, and I really hope Steph has a much better if, game. If they win this game, the Warriors will beat them the next game. Yeah, it's in Golden, St- or, yeah, in Golden State. Yeah. Um, I was almost going to say at the Oracle, but RIP. <laughs> um, I don't even know the name of the new stadium now. I, uh, I know it's Chase, nice. It's the Chase Arena. Oh, okay. Chase, yeah. um, I, know, I know they asked Kevin Durant for input yeah. on it when they built it, and then he bolted right after. I love that Clay Thompson takes his boat. To the arena. Oh, I didn't even he know that. He literally drives his boat to the arena. I, Clay Thompson is one of those guys. I love him. He's a little too bitter for me. Oh, I love him. Just because the whole, like, he's upset that he wasn't on the NBA 75 team. Can you blame him? He would have been if he wasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Clay, you were hurt the last two years. Yeah. Like, that's why you're not Recency on the team. Bias. It's not even just that, though. It's like, if he played the last two years, his resume would be to the point where you can't deny it. Yeah. Three-time champion. But... Probably you know, he would have made a three-pointer list. He would have made an all-star, a couple all-star games at all least. NBA. Yeah, so, I mean, it's one well, of those... He got snubbed that year. What year the is last that? Last year that he played. Okay. He got uh, snubbed from the all-NBA team, which cost him, like, $25 million. Uh, yeah, the, the the ultimate yeah, max contract. You don't yep. make the money, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Clay Thompson easily would have been on that team if he played. He just didn't play. No, exactly. Uh, so... Don't worry. When they do the All NBA eighty team, he's gonna be on there. Yeah, unless um, he gets hurt again. Well, he's been rocking the number seventy six down at uh, their G League team. Oh, has he really? Yeah, because he he's pissed that he got snubbed. Which like I, I love that. Like, it's it's bitter, but I yeah, love it. It's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, he should be coming back soon. Um, uh, this, which, him and Wiseman. Yeah, they're both. They're, people are making jokes saying they have the All G League team down there yeah, right now because they have Wiseman and Thompson down there. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to that return. And um, I think probably there's a couple games this week coming up for me for games of the week. Um, I don't know if you got anything different, but Suns at Warriors is one. That's a huge game, yeah. And then for Celtics, Celtics at Lakers again yeah. on uh, December 7th. If you're going to talk about a big Celtics game and not mention the Lakers, it's, forget about it. Yeah, and uh, we balled out against the Lakers when we played them. And yep. LeBron was back. We didn't have Jalen, right? Uh, I can't remember. Let me double check on I that don't one. Don't think Jalen or Williams was. I don't playing. think so either. Um, and we beat them one thirty to one hundred eight. And Jason Tatum had a double double thirty seven and eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, he always shows up when he plays the Lakers. It's he just... shows up. He shows up whenever he usually plays anyone big. Yeah. Uh, against the Nets, he wasn't too hot. But besides that, yeah, he he balls out usually on bigger games. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm looking forward to that. I think we might record again before that Celtics Lakers game. Um, depending on how our schedules look. So we're going to give you a little bit of a preview next pod about that. 
uh, maybe throw out some predictions or something like that. To answer your question, we were without Rob and Jalen Brown. Okay, I, thought um, so. I think he came back the next game. Brown did. Um, I'm not sure. He's so he's been so in and out this year, yeah. man. Um, but yeah, Tatum went off, 37 points, 11 boards. Smart actually had a good game, 22 points. Don't fall out of your chair. He only took two threes that day. Wow. Yeah, Schroeder. Schroeder's been a nice little pickup for yeah, us. Yeah, he really has been. Um, he's on a prove-it contract this year, too. And that's part of the reason why I actually, you've been talking about Deontay Murray, and I'm kind of getting behind that, is because I don't want to call them similar players, but they play like a very similar style of point guard in the sense that it's a, not a slow methodical, but like they're going, they have a plan. They get to their spots. Yeah, and they, they orchestrate around everybody. And the reason why I'm kind of getting behind this whole Deontay Murray hype, it's like, the guy can score too, and he can shoot. You can't leave him alone outside. Schroeder, uh, if I leave him alone on three-point line, I, I wouldn't be too upset about it. Yeah, I don't know his percentage this year, but I don't think he's been horrible. It's not, it's, not that he, it's not bad, but like he's, not he's one of those guys, you leave him out the alone on the three-point line, there's a good chance he knocks it down, but contested threes, eh, yeah. not, it's not it's looking good. It's short. He's just not a shooter. I mean, they, they called him the German Rondo. They, they called him that for a reason. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, you know. Rondo hits him when you need him. But I think that's all we got for this week, guys. Thank you for listening. Two Shots in the Line with Nick and Skur. I'm Nick. I'm Skur. And, again, you know, give us a follow on Instagram. You know, again, Two Shots in the Line. Simple tag. Not too hard to find us. We'll be coming out with a Facebook in the relatively near future. And stay tuned for more episodes, guys. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.